but you never let anybody have it. was listening last week he i actually did school that day the cops were looking for me this day but i would like to stick to school Padded Room Radio, solving all the problems of middle America. My name is Darian. I feel like I probably have dried up uh, deodorant cakes in my armpit hair. I should probably look into that and some better hygiene. Speaking of better hygiene, Miss Monica has returned. I am here. You made it. I'm Amy? here. I'm glad. I'm glad for that. I'm happy yes. about that. And I just shaved my armpits this morning, so oh, I'm very good. cool. Very cool. <laughs> I I don't know. Should I start shaving my armpits? No, that hurts. That hurts, and it makes you feel weird. If you're if you're not used to shaving your armpits on a regular basis, it makes you feel like an alligator. Yeah, maybe. I, just because we watched Crawl last week, oh, I feel okay. like <laughs> alligators have irritated armpits, and thus they're out here with their elbows. I don't know. Buddy is also in the house. Yeah, it's no vi- no shave November, so I'm not shaving my armpits this month. Okay, me neither. <laughs> Are you shaving your arms? <laughs> I'm not shaving nothing oh, right now. I'm uh, shaving my arms today too. I have to shave the pubis. Because Even in November? Yeah, well, yes. Oh, man. Otherwise, uh, there will be no oral sex for Darian. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. That's, what? No oral sex? No, the, to <laughs> shave your pubic hair. Shave hairs. the pubis? Yes. 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 I, uh, I usually braid mine back. Okay. Oh, my God. That is disgusting. And if you do that, then I'm going to start laying plastic down on the chair before you get here. It's, if it's, it's true, if that's true, it's fine. I just need to know so that I can... Adjust accordingly, because that's weird, and I don't like it, and I feel like that's that would be like a breeding ground for like pubic lice, oh, if yeah. that's a thing, or uh, is that even a thing? Is that a that's th- crabs? That's crabs. crabs. Crabs is what I'm looking for. I didn't say I didn't take care of myself. Well, I mean, either way, dude, nobody likes a big hairy mush down there. That's why. I- Keep it, you know. Okay. All righty. <laughs> What's going on with you guys, wow. pubic regions notwithstanding? <laughs> what did we miss? Buddy, you weren't here last week. No, I wasn't here last week. What's going on? Just work, work, work? Yeah, working like crazy. Um, so I have a... Uh Huh? Uh, appointment on the nineteenth. Oh no! And I don't like year, appointments. Oh, me either. What, what's this appointment? And last year I had a uh, what is it? C scan or whatever that's called. Okay. And I had a hernia behind my belly button. Right. Oh yeah. So I ever since uh, running and now I've been lifting a little bit more. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, it's reactivated and it hurts like crazy. When I get out of the car, everything I do, it hurts. Really? Oh yeah, it's bad. A hernia. Yeah. Where is it's, it at? It's right on the left side of the belly button. 
see. And, and even, and it's actually progressed. Like when I'm in the shower, like I can actually see the bulge oh, no. right on the left side now of my belly button. Yeah. I'm like, oh crap, this is getting bigger and bigger. And Jesus. so I went to the doctors and they're like, yeah. Xenomorph. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we remember the, extra, or the, the CT scan that we had done on you. And we can actually see it. And they actually looked inside the belly button. And the bulge is on the inside of the belly button as well. And they're like, we're not going to redo the thing. We're just going to send you straight to the surgeon and have them look at it. So my appointment's on the 19th. And then I'll be scheduling a surgery right after that. Okay. So it's I don't probably know, better that way. Yeah. So I don't know, uh, you know when the surgery or anything is going to happen. But I'm going to make it as soon as possible. Get it done, dude. Yeah. That's see, the only way. mine hurts like hell right You now. got a hernia too? Yeah. I have one right <laughs> in my... What's going on with the hernias? In my groin. Okay. And, but mine hurts we're gonna, so We're going to need to oh, see yeah. that. We're going to need you to show that to us. I have to share this with you guys. <laughs> well, this absolutely. Is, this is so personal. Take your pants off. Okay. <laughs> it's so personal, but here we are. Everybody's going to hear this. I know. Everybody's going to hear this. <laughs> and if out. any Breaking ladies news. out there have had this experience. So I always had a little hernia right there in the groove. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. But now it's starting to act up. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. When I have an orgasm, oh no, it hurts. Really? Like it hurts. And then when I went bowling, yeah. I was like, no, yeah, just bowling. Now it hurts. Like to bowl. What the fuck it is hurts. Going on with any time now, it's totally flared up. I do have to go get it checked. Uh, yeah, you should. Ultrasound. Yeah, dude, get an ultrasound. Yeah, I have to get one done. Okay. But I'm not going to be like you. I'm not doing surgery. Just do the surgery, I man. Don't yeah. like if you can't snap one off. Because it hurts too bad. Is life even worth living isn't, after that? Isn't that weird? So I was like, maybe it's just me. So I was like, this is really personal. But I was trying to rub one out. Right. <laughs> so, as one, as you should. So, yeah, there, there's other people that can rub one out for I, you. I you know. know, but you know, when you're home alone, you're like, well, let's see if it hurts. So I rub for one experimental out. purposes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, oh fuck, it hurts. So I'm like, I'm fucked up. Yeah, man, you're yeah. done. You're done. Go to the doctor immediately, oh, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, these two. Uh, wait a minute. Can hernias be sexually transmitted? No, <laughs> because they're from lifting weights, yeah. right, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Nasty. Yeah, the muscle just like pops out for some uh, reason. It squeezes through your stomach lining. Is what happens. Your it's your uh, uh, intestines mm-hmm. poking through your your abs. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> I feel good. I feel fine. That's great. Uh, That's I peeled one out early this morning before anybody woke up in my house, and it was uh, wonderful. Oh. <laughs> milf, milf porn, as I recall, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> no intestines popped out. Uh, no. That's fantastic. <laughs> I don't, I don't think you. so. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm okay. I think I'm doing pretty good. All right, you fucking sex pervs. We got horror normal. news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start it off with some horror news, if you guys can keep your hands to yourselves. <laughs> I'll show you mine if you show me yours. We are not going to compare her. <laughs> that is disgusting. I'll let you feel mine. I don't, <laughs> I don't want any horror part of any of this. news. Oh, Monica, what do you got on the horror news side, babe? Um, so I read this today. I'm very excited, but Chris Pratt isn't very excited. Oh, no. uh, he has a new movie coming out okay. called The Tomorrow War, which hmm. is an alien invasion and it's coming out December 25th, 2020. Okay. I'm sorry, 20, 
yeah, it is 2020. It'll be <laughs> like a year. year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, he wasn't excited about it, but I am because we haven't had an alien movie for a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Since we had a decent one. There's been some shit birds out there. And with right. a big budget. Okay. I yeah. like it. I like so, that. I like yeah. Chris Pratt. I yeah, do me too. too. Why is he not guy. excited about this? What's his problem? I don't know. All I right, just then. I just, uh, pretty much it's uh it's gonna be an alien war movie and they're gonna recruit people that have had like past lives. So I don't know how that works in like documentary ish or no. 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 I would hope it's not a documentary. No, I yeah, I hope right. not too. But Alrighty. that's all or that was like released. War of the Worlds or That's what it sounds like. But people with past lives. Yes. All right. <laughs> interesting. Correct. Yes, very interesting. Yeah. And then the other news is keep your eyes open for a brand new cannibal movie that said they said it's gonna be super bloody and gory. Okay. And that one is called uh, Blood Bag. It's coming out December third. I heard about this. Yeah, looks, did you see the trailer? I've seen some of it. It looks Holy very gnarly. Crap. Yes. I hope they didn't just stick all the good stuff in the trailer. I hope not, too, because that trailer I saw was fucking nuts. Yeah, so it's two kids that go, break into a, a like a mansion, yes. and uh-huh. all the exits are sealed off with this awesome. cannibal creature. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yes. It looks good. Looks yes. good. Huh. And that's all I got. All right, buddy. Oh, what? I'm going to switch this up a little bit. You ready for some Disney news? No. Oh, no. no. Is it involved Brendan Fraser? No. Oh. He's dead. <laughs> he died. He's got a new TV show. He's not dead. He died He died three years ago. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, uh, today the Disney Plus came out for $6.99 a month. Okay. And all the spooky movies and shows are streaming on this Disney channel. Oh, boy. Well, folks, today is the day the most hotly anticipated streaming service has arrived with the launch of Disney Plus, which is loaded up with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars content with both new and wholly original for the service. Scribbity doo. Yeah, the Mandalorian all morning. It's all the spooky Disney content from the past that we're after. Yes, Disney Plus is home at launch to a handful of horror adjacent Disney titles, including their spooky gems, The Black Hole, The Haunted Mansion, and even Mr. Boogity. I vaguely remember Mr. Boogity. Every episode of 90 series Gargoyles is also streaming now. That's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, here's everything spooky you'll find on Disney Plus right now. Hippie. The Di- the Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, 1949. Okay. The Black Cauldron, 1985. All right. The Black Hole, 1979. <laughs> Don't Look Under the Bed. Escape to Witch Mountain. Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie. Old and New, 1904 19, or 2012. Okay. Gargoyles TV show. The Haunted Mansion. Halloween Town High. Halloween Town. Halloween Town 2. Pocus Pocus, Lonesome Ghost, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Mr. Boogity, Nightmare Before Christmas, Return to Halloween Town, Return to Oz, and Zombies. Delightful. Yeah, you can uh, sign up for Disney Plus just for $6.99 a month. Excellent. Why isn't um, Something Wicked Comes This Way not on that list? I don't know that that was a Disney It movie. was a Disney movie. Was it? Yes. I paid close attention okay, to okay. that. There are some uh, Disney shows that are out like uh, on Netflix and other streaming services. They will not go to Disney until that... Um, the copyright the, expires. Yeah, the contract, okay. the copyright oh, expires okay. with that company, and then they'll go. There but it's supposed it. to be the fully open-loaded, you know... Uh, 
the vault is open and everything is going to go to this Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do have more Disney news on that. The Haunted Mansion included in Disney Plus docu-series, the Ma- Imagineering Story. So, um, with, you know, the Haunted Mansion that's at the Disney, mm-hmm. uh, Disneyland, mm-hmm. um, it's got like the making of it and everything else, along with other stuff, you know, at Disney, the whole underground. Bonus features. Yeah. Very under, cool. Underneath Disneyland itself is like a whole world underneath there. Wow. And mm. there's actually behind the scenes of people going underneath and you, you get a whole tour of everything and how is things are made. Is this the one in California? Stuff. Yes, the one oh, in California. Okay. It's the original. 50 years is wow. uh, what they're calling this. So, yeah. But, Very yeah, cool. the Imagineering story, and that came out today as well. Very huh. cool. All right. And also, zombie comedy. I don't know if you saw this trailer or not, but Yummy brings deliciously gory chaos to a hospital. Okay. I actually watched this, uh, the Yummy trailer today. It looks absolutely hilarious, gory. Oh, man. It's great. Anyway, Bloody Disgust. It's on Bloody Disgusting. Uh, has the first trailer for the Belgian horror comedy Yummy, which was directed by Lars Demisoff. The film is said to be an orgy of blood, action, and fun, in which a young couple travels to a shabby Eastern European hospital for plastic surgery. The young woman wants a breast reduction. Her mother comes along yet for another facelift. Wandering through an abandoned ward, the boyfriend stumbles upon a young woman, gagged and strapped to an operating table. She is the result of an experimental rejuvenation treatment. He frees her, but does not realize... He's just the cause. He just caused the outbreak of a virus that will change doctors, patients, and his mother-in-law into bloodthirsty zombies. If you, uh, this comes out twelve eighteen this year, um, if you watch the trailer, there's actually like a little a nude clip in there. It's like flashes like for like a couple seconds. And this little naked lady won't run it down. Okay, yeah. Um, another news: Fantasy Island. More news on that. I know we talked a little bit about this, but Bloomhouse turns the classic TV series Fantasy Island into a full-blown horror movie. The trailer is on blood, pl- bloody, disgusting. Uh, looks really good, actually. Be careful what you fantasize about. Bloomhouse and Sony are taking us back to Fantasy Island on February fourteenth next year for a bold new version vision of the late seventies, early eighties TV series reimagined as a murder mystery horror film. Naturally, fantasies become nightmares in Bloomhouse to take on the mysterious island, which forces the guests to live out twisted versions of their deepest, darkest desires. Uh, but the reason they're there may be even more sinister than that. Um, yeah, so check it out. Uh, doesn't say when it's coming out, <clears throat> but... Uh, and the manic Mr. Rourke, played by Michael Pina, makes the secret dreams of his lucky guests come true at a luxurious but remote to- tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Uh, oh my god. The trailer uh, looks pretty good. Did you guys check it out? No, I did not. Uh, it actually looks pretty good. It's one of those, um, like, one, one chick in this scenario has a, a girl that uh, bullied her. Okay. And she wishes she, she could just take out whatever she needed on this girl. Well, so she's at this fantasy island. Next thing you know, uh, it's like, oh, shit, there she is. She's like in one of those chamber things. And uh, and she's like, wow, that looks really realistic. And then as she's being tortured, oh, shit, that's actually her. <laughs> so, this whole thing seems very silly to me. <laughs> it does seem silly, but it seems like, a, looks pretty like good. a very silly cash grab. Right? Fantasy island. 
the show from 1981 with Ricardo Montalban <laughs> and Her- Hervey Villachet. We're <laughs> yeah. going to turn that into a horror movie? Come on. What, what are you Jeez, doing? Jeez, what could happen if it's me, Robert Downey Jr., Judd Nelson, Jason Momoa, oh, and it's Tom a, Hardy? That's what we like to call <gasps> Oh, my God. Bukaki. Yeah. Bukaki Island. Yep. <laughs> and then as you're walking out, they all have AIDS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or I get split in half. Oh no! No. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm not. I feel. I feel like this is just too silly. It's fucking Fantasy Island. I mean, I get. I get what you're doing with the concept here. Why don't we just call it Nightmare Island or something like that? Yeah, something different. You bring in Fantasy Island. All I can think of is Ricardo Montalban and Hervey Villachey. Uh, but I almost feel like this could turn into a franchise. It could. It could. I, yeah. If it's good, if I, the first one rocks, then it will. I feel <laughs> like Creep Show. It could, yeah. but Creep Show was a horror film. This was a gut. Every did you ever see an actual episode of Fantasy Island, the TV show? Yeah. It ended with two people falling in love. Every, every yes, every, I've watched every Fantasy motherfucking Island. week. Uh, two people would go there. And <laughs> well, that was. That was how the show was. It was a fantasy that came true, but now we're going to get a fantasy that doesn't come true. Okay, so yeah, it's not they a fantasy. Go to this island, mm. and of course, right off the bat, when you see the the trailer, it's like, oh man, all this neat stuff is going on. It's like a giant party yeah. and stuff like that, and then it just switches. Okay, so let's call it something else. Let's, I mean, Nightmare <laughs> Island. Say anything, Fantasy Island. Come on, this is <laughs> yeah. this is silly. This is a silly. But thing. it has to be your fantasy. It would be like me, who always wished I could get even with that one guy who got me in trouble. Right. That's exactly like, what this. Would there be you go. I could cut off his legs, his arms, his tongue, his penis, and ha- he'd be hostile fucked. island. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's it's hostile part. Uh, what four? <laughs> hostile part four. There it is. On an island. Sure. (laughs) Done. Fantasy island. Maybe because it actually is on this island. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Um, I got to tell you, I'm a little checked out of Fantasy Island. Is that all you got, buddy? (laughs) Yeah, that's all I got. What do you got? Trailers have dropped for The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah? Have you seen them? Oh, I saw a little bit of it, it, yes. It looks pretty dope. It's Mm -hmm. very um, spousal abuse-y. Is it Johnny Depp in it? Negative. Negative. I know, and they said Johnny Depp was going to star in it. Uh, well, th- I don't. I don't think this ties into anything. Oh, so this is a part of that. I universe. don't think it is. Okay. Uh, from the trailers that I saw, I okay. saw no kind of. So it could be a standalone then. Uh, what? Like a standalone? Film? Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. yeah. It still mm-hmm. looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think okay. it looks pretty good. He looks like a crazy fucker, and he's out to uh, harangue his ex girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Okay, and he's invisible. So, prepare for some ghost rape, is what I say to you. See, I, like would, the movie be, ghost. I would be at the bank at this point. <laughs> or what was that one with Elizabeth, her, uh, Elizabeth Shue and uh, Kevin Bacon? Yeah, what was that called? I forgot. Elizabeth Shue and Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah. uh, Hollow Man. Yes. Hollow Man, yeah. kind of like that. Rona Mitra. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, that was a pretty good show. Yeah. When you see him go invisible and you see all of his guts and shit. Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, Showtime's Halo TV series is set to premiere 2021. Wow. Uh, it's. Uh, I feel like it's about 10 years too late. Yeah. Halo's bubble has kind of burst. Yeah. It was a great video game, but now we've got uh, Destiny all, and all this other shit. Yeah, it was all exciting when they were originally talking about it back then, but yeah. it never happened. No. Uh, yeah, you're 2021, right. 2021, I think we're, we're past it. I got some good news for you, Monica. 
You ready mm. for this? Mm. Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. His book is going to uh, be released uh, in time for the Christmas shopping season. Ghost Hunting for Dummies. I saw this. Yeah? Yes. Gear list includes hair gel, uh, expensive clothing, weird uh, x-ray spec glasses, Drew Carey style, and a uh, fuck you attitude. Okay. And don't forget your pecs. You got to bring your pecs with you. That's right. (laughs) I was going to go to the museum this weekend, but because of unforeseen circumstances i have to postpone it to january didn't you you already went once didn't you? no i have not oh i thought you were... i wanted to go for my birthday oh yeah shit. and so now i have to wait till next month i mean january january let yeah, me know when you Christmas. go down there if i yeah, don't have you anything guys wanna i want to go i want to yeah, we should do it as a group let's do it let's make that happen Looks like the cast of Tremor 7 has been released. It's oh, going, man. Yeah, 7. There's been 7 <laughs> yeah. in this goddamn thing. Yeah. Is any... Uh, well, you see what he looks like in this? Who? Uh, what? Michael Gross? Yeah. Yes. What does he, no, what does he look like? Oh, man. He's going all out freaky, scary. Uh, long, he's grown his beard out. and <laughs> yeah, oh, He looks boy. like a homeless man. Uh, looks like the cast is going to include Richard Brake, yep. who we know from 31 and mm-hmm. uh, Three from Hell, and John Hedder. Oh. Napoleon Dynamite himself. Wow. Yeah, you believe that shit? Uh, lastly, that guy's still alive. I know he's pretty much done. Vote for Pedro. That's that. That was the beginning and the end of his career. Apparently, <laughs> uh, Eli Ross' History of Horror will return for a second season. <gasps> I in saw 2021, that. or twenty twenty actually. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And that, my friends, is all we have on the horror news. How about some listener mail? Oh, yeah. yeah. Listener mail. We got emails and voicemails and other uh, such uh, accompaniments. Are you guys ready? I don't know that you are. I don't know that you are ready for a trip down memory lane. Oh, boy. Are you ready to go back into padded room antiquity? Here comes a blast from the past. Oh, my God. Irma Gersh. Irma Gersh. Oh, my coming God. Gersh. Irma Gersh coming in this son of a bitch. Subject line, from the ashes. Yes! Well, well, well. Look what the miserable old tomcat drug in by his scruff and dropped off on the floor of the padded room. Wow. The only person that can give you an aneurysm and a case of hemorrhoids all at the same time, Irma Gersh. Woo! All right. Tis been quite some time since last you heard my dribble. If it please the court, I would like to share with your lovely faces a story that was well on its way to having a tragic ending. Uh-oh. Hi, my name is James. I'm an alcoholic at present time. I am 19 months clean and dry. And let me tell you, this isn't easy to share. Our good friend Jesse had me on his show talk about it. I didn't do it for anything other than to let people know it's nothing to be ashamed of. It really isn't. That's the hardest part of under that's the hardest part to understand. The self-loathing and disappointment in oneself is very <clears throat> very difficult to work through. All the best of questions constantly run the gauntlet through one's psyche. For me, that final year or so of my disease was so bad with every, everything from drinking the point of blacking out every night to the point of being told literally by my doctor 
I had at best six months to live. I did what any sane addict would do after hearing that, ran right to the liquor store and bought another bottle of liquor. The term zero fucks given were in place, setting my setting myself up for a dark black ending. Well, this is, uh, he should really think about writing greeting cards for a living, I think, because this is, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I had given up on everything by this point, stopped caring about all of it, work, friends, all that was important to me. After a long contract negotiation for a raise, I was finally settled. I went home that night and fell asleep, first time in 25 plus years without a drop of alcohol. I was beat up all the way around, woke up the next afternoon, yes, afternoon, Felt fucking great. That was the last drop of alcohol I've touched since that day, April 1st, 2018. Wow. Well done, Irma Gersh. That's awesome. The following few months, doctors <clears throat> kept an eye on me. I was told that it was very dangerous to quit abruptly and without constant professional supervision. I could have seizures at any given moment and die from it. Internal organs could shut down completely, etc., etc. I ballooned up to 215 pounds. All the times out walking and riding bikes was the only thing that kept me from ballooning more. Like I said, I gave up on everything. Fast forward to present, I've lost more than 65 pounds. My heart is in better shape, my head is in a better place, and I just fucking feel good. As you may or may not know, myself and the ninja now have two beautiful grandbabies. Alana, our oldest daughter, has a kiddo now as well. And I can honestly say watching her grow up day to day as well as our other grandbaby is the best thing ever. My family is my world. I wish I could have seen it through my fogged over eyes. I can't give them back that time, but I can give them all this time. I haven't seen any movies as of late. I'm so far behind on all the padded room goodness, but I plan on having you guys in my ears all the time now. Looks like I have a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, I take that back. Brennan and I watched Hereditary. I, di- <laughs> I didn't understand it at all. So I can't say if I enjoyed it or not. Bear with me, gang. I'll get there at some point. Well, you got to be hammered to understand Hereditary. <laughs> uh, there are a couple of things that haven't changed, though, in this little bottle of sobriety. Insidious is still a shit-ass movie. All right. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. You may be sober, but you're still an asshole. Number two, Ari Lerman may still be Darian's favorite Jason. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Uh, black-eyed kids aren't horrible. You guys remember the Ari Lerman uh, f- Fandango? Uh, well, that's a, that's yeah, that, that's, that's uh, probably about eight years ago now. <laughs> I apologize for that long email, and I will end this with my own serenity prayer. I borrowed from the band Fozzie. The song is called Judas. Embraced by the darkness, I'm losing the light. Encircled by demons, I fight. Till next time, Gersh! Thank you for writing in Irma Gersh. Absolutely. I loved it. Good to hear from that guy. Former Padded Room co-host, as Mm -hmm. a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Glad to hear you're doing uh, well, my friend, and your story is inspiring to us all. I think we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you write us again and keep us updated. And, uh, you know, if you're going to watch Hereditary, um, I don't know. You either like it or you hate it. I think that I feel that's yeah. just the way Hereditary is. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, from Bakersfield, California, here comes Tony. Woo! Tony! Subject line Chew with your damn mouth closed. Right. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you people? Were you born in barns? Tony. Were, were we uh, chewing with our mouths open at some point? 
I don't recall. I had gum in my mouth, but I try to not chew while I'm talking. I don't know. I don't. uh, Sorry, Tony. (laughs) Apparently, that really ticked him off. I don't know. Look, I took my gum out. That a girl. Uh, Tony wrote in again. Subject line: Votes and things. First for the votes, I'll take Candyman and singles and nurses and teams. You got it. Two more for the Candyman. Two more for the nurses. Cars are stupid. I've never been a car guy, but I am a nurse guy. I understand mm. that. Crawl was a great movie. Barry getting his arm ripped off was one of the best scenes. That was gnarly, dude. When the gator ripped his arm, like, bent it backwards and then fucking tore out. Did you happen to see that Did movie? Did you watch Crawl? Mm-hmm. That's a good show. Uh, House of the Witch was not, though. Holy shit. A 5.0 on IMDb is really generous. This was a waste of 90 minutes. The one and only good part was when the kid is crushed by the cage. I'm pretty sure that I have December to pick movies the way you guys are acting and chewing into the mic. Referring to you, I'm sure. But you know what? What? We had, I had somebody else or Lars wrote in and said the same thing. About what? About hearing that muffled sound. Yeah? And I know that wasn't from me, but I also know that our t-shirt guy fan, he also claimed previously that he can't hear one of us talk. Well, he's listening on YouTube, right? I don't know where he's listening. I don't know about the t-shirt guy. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Well, stop (laughs) chewing into the microphone. Uh, Makes me to pick some really shitty movies. Get your shit together, Tony. (laughs) That's right, Tony. December is yours. Let us know what you want us to do, and we will do that for you, sir. In the meantime, we have some voicemails here. All right. Let's start it off. We should all start chewing into the microphone now. We'll do a a chewing episode. I don't chew in the microphone, We should all just get, like, some Twinkies or something and just... A big bag of popcorn. I do not do that. I always (laughs) stick my gum under my tongue. Uh huh. Now, this first one actually came in during last week's show. Okay. okay. It's from uh, Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, Padded Room. How's my favorite degenerate today? Oh, not too bad. Everyone's doing well. Hope everyone is there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm running a little late. Not sure if I'm going to make it this week. You did not. But uh, I did want to try and get in on the um, Terror Dome there. Okay. Um, You know, with Frankenstein and the tall man. You're too late. I mean, everyone loves Frankenstein and all that, but he really Mm-hmm. Not all that, you know. He doesn't really seem to have much going for him. He's so I'm gonna have to go guy. with the tall man with his control, those uh, silver spears and all that. I'm gonna have to go with the tall man. Okay. Uh, and in the uh, teams competition, you have um, the Lost Boys and the Vengeful Ghost. Correct. And if it just came down to it, I'd say, you know what? I prefer the Lost Boys. I'm a vampire fan. I like the uh, Lost Boys split. But you know, I think the Vengeful Ghost actually. Could take the Lost Boys doing well, you know, some correct. sort of messing with their minds, getting them to step outside and sun. That's about all I got. There you go. But Look at that. Mm. Hey, last week you guys were mentioning about how there was some censored copy of some flick at um, Walmart. At Walmart. Yes. I think yeah. it was like Deathgasm, and they sim- like uh, censored it to something. Yeah, we Man, don't buy your shit like that. Don't 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 support them fuckers that are doing that. You know, everybody yeah. remembers Blockbuster very uh, fondly. Mm-hmm. But they were notorious for uh, censoring flicks, particularly really? horror flicks. Yeah. 
I don't remember uh, that. So much so that um, producers would actually screen the flicks for Blockbuster to see oh, if it was God. something that'd be carried because they had so much uh, they carried so much weight, you know, in the uh, video renting market back in the day. They were the only game I don't in town. To go off on a stupid tangent. I was just thinking about no, it the good. other day because uh, you know, going through uh, YouTube, you know, watching some videos and whatnot. And uh, you remember that band Poison? They had that album. Look, oh, it was their second album. I don't know what the fuck it was Open called, but anyway, it had this, uh, this face yeah. on it with this big, long, like devil tongue or whatever, uh-huh. <laughs> and it got censored. Um, yeah. And I was like thinking to myself, God dang, man! Like that was censor worthy back in I don't know what was that nineteen eighty two or whatever. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of going off on a tangent. I'm gonna get no, out of fine. here before I get. Uh, Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Bye bye. Love that album. Oh God. <laughs> right on. Uh, thank you very much for calling in, Tom Hardy. Let's get down to uh, the uh, Kit Walker of people that call into the podcast from Alabama. It's Alan. Alan Dodger. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I can vaguely hear him. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a... I don't know what you're doing, Alan. I got the volume turned all the way up. Oh. I don't know. (laughs) It's like his phone is really far away. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing here, Alan. All right. Well, sorry about that, buddy. Okay, let's go down to, um... The paranormal ambassador of people that call into the Padded Room podcast. Here comes from Salt Lake City, Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey, Troy. Utah. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Troy. Yeah. What's happening, anyway, Troy? Calling for uh, a call-in. Okay. Um, for the Terror Dome. Yeah, what do you got? With. I'm going to take the Zuzu, and I'm just going to say the Silent Hill nurses kill the cars. to sound like they'll just kill everybody. But anyway... Uh, I might stop watching in it, but uh, the Zuzu can just control everybody's mind, ghosts or otherwise, little okay. girls. All right. Is it I'll buy that. Thing? Um, anyway, movies. Uh, right now, I think I, the only thing I could recommend would be I went to Dr. Sleep, which was pretty damn good. I liked it. Um, it has a little difference of nuances of, of, of what The Shining was. Um, so you, I get the, the pieces that they put together to make it fit, mm-hmm. in a way. I read the book. The book had more details in it yes. and everything. Um, pretty much stayed with it. I really liked it. Um, anyway, the second thing I'm really enjoying is the second season of Castle Rock, mm-hmm. which is with Fanny Wilkes. It's more mm-hmm. modern spin on it. Um, I watch that, too. Pretty good. Not bad. I didn't care for the first season, but this one's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to call back in a minute. I'll give you a story of legend of Gene Baptiste. Baptiste, I think his name. Okay. He was uh, kind of a grave robber. He's not your ordinary kind of quote grave robber like uh, Ed Keen. He wasn't eating anybody. Okay. He tells back in a minute. I'm going to get GP'd. So anyway, I'll call right back. All righty. All right. Well, as promised, he did call back. As promised, here I am. <laughs> anyway, Baptiste, uh, he's kind of an unknown where he come from. He was a migrant 
immigrant from either Ireland or Australia. Um, He harbored into Salt Lake City, Utah, and and around 1855, um, he took a job, a little house up downtown area up there on the East Bench, there where the cemetery is. He took an undertaking job of taking care of the cemetery. Um, Lo and behold, uh, his late-night habitual take, caretaking of the cemetery. He liked to do like a lot of other people do at that time was like sneaking in fresh graves and take their jewelry and take their belongings and even their clothes. I'm all for he had a, stealing uh, several collection of all this through, through a matter of a few years. Um, so anyway, this uh, higher end um, guy in the Mormon church, the man was shot and killed in another part of you know, in the Salt Lake City area down south at the time, and there was nothing um, there at the time. Just a small town, which was, you know, kind of like another sub-part of, of the city now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the man was shot. This other guy, this Mormon, you know, high-end, you know, president, bought this man, and, uh, you know, the whole proceedings for the burial, the suit, everything. you got to keep in mind that Mormons believed in the, uh, resurrection that you're going to be meeting your maker in your in your in your garments and and your little magic underwear and your suit you're wearing. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, they uh, uh, so anyway, Mr. Baptiste he would be like, hmm, fresh grave. Look what I found. Got a sent, took the group, decided to wear that nice fancy suit around, and people saw oh, that no. and was like. Where did he get that suit? Uh, that's a Where he got down error. and everything, and even the people were, like, freaking out. So they inspected everything. The cops mm, right came and inspected so. and found all this dirty clothes, all this jewelry in the house, arrested him. Another man was going to kill him because he thought he might have dug up his, his little girl's grave. see that. Um, so anyway, this is probably going to have to call back. Um, so anyway, things got more. They, they didn't want to hang him or shoot him, or put him in prison. And anyway, I'll call back. Well, I mean, if you're not going to hang him, or shoot him, or put him in prison... What else is there? Drown him. Light him on fire. Yeah. That would be my... I mean, I don't know what else you can possibly come up with. Bake him in an oven, maybe? Throw I don't know. Throw him in a pit of alligators? There you go. Throw him off a cliff. That's me again. Anyway, uh, so they further investigation, they dug up that man's grave that got shot. And you know what they found? A naked corpse. Ass telling the world to kiss his ass, buck naked, with no fancy suit on. There was the evidence, dead, right in front of their eyes. So they were going to put, they didn't have any kind of justification for Mr. G. Baptiste. They, uh, they decided the Mormon church was like, this was a horrifying thing for anybody to do. So they take Mr. Baptiste and put him outside of, into the Great Salt Lake and a little island out called Fremont Island, huh. a little tiny island next to Antelope Island. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people go hunting and four-wheel driving there now because there's a highway out there, but at the time there was no way you could get out from out there. You were exiled. Um, so anyway, there was a man, a farmer at the time, that had a shack out there and some cattle. So he thought, well, you know, what's the worst that can happen out there? So they kept checking on Mr. Gene Baptiste, and they were like, Hmm. He was out there, and he's like, oh, he got into my my food stash. You know, dang you, dang, you know, dang you for trying to survive. 
Anyway, so they come back in another few weeks. Finally, he's seen that one of his cows was slaughtered, and then bits of uh, flesh was stripped, and some wo- the wooden door was gone. They realized that Mr. King Baptiste decided to use his brain and use it and make a raft and float back onto the mainland. Makes sense. A lot of uh, legend has it said that he, they found a skull down at the base of the uh, Jordan River that flows into the, you know, all these, in Salt Lake, there's a lot of rivers that run into the Great Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they found a human skull. Well, they didn't have forensics at the time. They said, well, that could possibly be him. They also heard that he, you know, heard that he went to uh, Montana and then ended up a life there. And then some even said they seen his ghost. So anyway, that's the, the legend of, of Mr. Gene Baptiste, the, our local and only grave robber. Hope you enjoyed that, and I'll talk to you guys later. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. Very fascinating, Troy. <laughs> that's cool. That was wow. pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like I should Google him now just know, to right? see what's going on with this dude. Mm-hmm. Salt Lake City, man. That's old country right there. Yeah. And like with all the Mormonism and the religion around it and stuff like that, weird stuff goes down mm-hmm. over there, even mm. to this day. Mm. All righty. That's all we got on the old listener mail front, kiddos. Do you guys have anything for Troy, Tom Hardy, possibly Alan, uh, Irma Gersh, or Tony? Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks Thank for you very much. Yeah. Absolutely. Hope, uh, you know, oh, we, uh, buddy, we didn't get your votes for the Terradome, dude. Who do you think would win in a fight between Candyman and Pazuzu? Ooh, I'm going to go with Candyman. That a boy. And how about uh, Killer Cars or the Silent Hill Nurses? I'm going to go with the Killer Cars. Okay. Very cool. You are locked in. Are you guys ready to get into a goddamn movie here? Uh, yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get a little haunted. This cannot be ignored. Yes, yes, we're doing it. Is this supposed to be scary?
Four loco. Here we go. Four loco. No, Matt, we didn't have a. Four no, loco. none of that. We're 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 uh, sophisticated adults. Yeah, we're doing shots like straight up. That's right, inmates. We're talking about Haunt from 2019. This one got 6.3 stars on IMDb. Uh, written and directed by Scott Beck. It stars Katie Stevens, mm-hmm. Will Bretain, and Lauren Alyssa McLean. Um, you can find this one right now streaming on Shudder. It's a pretty solid little Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Four Loco is where it's at. Put a five-hour energy shot in a Four Loco. That sounds disgusting, Eric. Mm, that sounds I like try that. That sounds like diarrhea waiting to happen. Mm. A drunk diarrhea, which oh, is oh really? Yeah, oh, which is even worse. That sounds like a good time. Oh my god! <laughs> a good time in the bedroom. <laughs> Eric, she doesn't need any help from you, all right? She'll come up with this shit on her own. She, you're going to have her over here with Bunsen burners and lab coats and shit like that. She's got like a clipboard and a lab coat on. If I put two parts uh, Blue Hurricane into Tropic Thunder for Loco. Who's Lori? Hi, Lori. I don't know. Lori. Hey, Lori. Facebook wouldn't let me watch. Had to come in through the page. Oh, well, thank you very much Hello. for joining us, Lori. So this movie starts on Halloween night, and we start off with a young lady, young attractive young lady, I'd say, uh, by the name of Harper. Now, we know that Harper has some issues because she's already got a shiner. She's got a black eye, and oh, she's yeah. trying hastily to cover it up with some makeup. Um, Pile it on. Yeah, you have to because uh, she's got some bad stuff going on if oh, she's yeah. got a black eye. Ooh, it's looking sexy. Look at that with the... That's an old. That's an old ass tattoo, by the way. You got to get it touched up every now and then. I don't know. I need one right here. Okay, then let's. Uh, you need somebody to touch it. She, <laughs> keep it up, and that shirt's gonna come off. It always does. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's she's living in like a sorority house or like a big house with a bunch of girls. She's about college age. Her name is Harper, mm-hmm. and uh, right about this time at the front door of this house, somebody's going to fire a pumpkin at the door full speed. Oh, man. Which is going to wake up or at least get the attention of Harper's roommates. Uh, we're going to meet her first roommate, a young lady by the name of Haley, I believe. I think so. African-American mm-hmm. young lady, screaming hot. Yeah. The body on that one, man. Mm-hmm. Woo! Telling, telling you something, and she's wearing like a tight little sweater thing. It's Halloween night, so they're all getting their super slutty uh, Halloween costumes on, except for Harper, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're all going to a party. She Haley goes into Harper's room, and she's like, hey, your boyfriend threw a fucking pumpkin at the door. And she's like, no, he would never do that. He's a nice guy. As she's applying makeup to cover up the black eye he gave her at some point mm-hmm. earlier. So uh, I'm going to disagree with you right off the bat, Harper, and say that Throwing a pumpkin at the door is the least of your worries, baby doll. Uh, well, it was a pumpkin. It wasn't a shit in the bag. Or uh, <laughs> a roundhouse to the face, which is option number two, apparently. Regardless, uh, a couple of the other roommates slash sorority sisters or whatever they are come down and they roused Harper out of her uh, spousal abuse fugue state or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it and get her to go out on Halloween night with him, which is excellent. It's a great yeah. idea. Get out. And uh, so let's talk about our other girls. We have Haley, the screaming hot African-American mm-hmm. ca- uh, slutty cat uh, type of a, a young lady. Mm-hmm. And then we have a um, what Mallory, who's like a flapper girl. She's like dressed up like a 20s type of a thing. Mm-hmm. We also have, um, what was the other chick's name? The doctor. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm going to call her Jenny because I can't remember the name of the character, Jen actually. Day. Jen, Jenny. 
And she is dressed up like a nurse, but she has like a suspicious stitch work about her face. So mm-hmm. good for her, I suppose. Almost looks like what I was gonna wear. What like, you were gonna be? A, you were gonna be a hot nurse, right. yeah, for Halloween. Nurse thing, yeah. yeah. But you got like, drunk too early yeah. in the day, and then you couldn't come out. <laughs> Speaking of alcoholics, <laughs> four loco with her energy shots over here. Anyway, so that's the big plan. They're all gonna go out, and uh, oh, my sister-in-law's in the house. What's yeah. up, Jess? Hi. And Connor came and back. Connor. Wow. Welcome back, Connor. We missed you. So they're all going to a Halloween party at a nightclub. I feel like Halloween at a nightclub is probably the most boring, cliche thing you could possibly do, right? Because, I mean, really, other than, like, dollar store decorations, is it really any big deal for the nightclub? Probably not, right? It depends on if it's themed. Well, it didn't look... I mean, in this particular this nightclub, it didn't look like a theme. No. It looked like... Yeah, they, our nightclubs here have like a Halloween contest. Well, they, they like, like a costume yeah. contest yeah. or like so a... So they make it worth your while. Some kind of a like a haunted attraction mm-hmm. that bleeds into the nightclub. That would be mm-hmm. cool. Instead, what we got is uh, some, uh, you know, typical douchebag menagerie, menagerie yeah. that you'd find at a nightclub. It'd be cool to have like some blood like dripping from the ceiling. That would like, be something. That would be something. Not real blood, you know, but yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, right. I'm into that. Right, yeah. You know, do something. It's Halloween yeah. for Christ's sakes. Anyway, mm-hmm. they get to the nightclub. They're having drinks. All is well and good. They're doing the typical girl selfie. Woo! That was my hot chick imp- impersonation. That's pretty good. Nailed it, you motherfuckers. I nailed that one. <laughs> so um, from there, a guy shows up, and he's dressed like a guy. A guy. A guy, a guy shows up, and he's dressed like a, um, a baseball player, like a minor league baseball player. Mm-hmm. Shitty costume. Yeah. But uh, Allie sees him, and she, or Haley sees him, and she's like, oh, my God. It's... Um, Ethan, Nathan, it's Nathan. And she go, runs over to him, gives him a big hug and kisses him. And she, he's like, hey, how's it going, Allie? And then she immediately spots another dude walking in. And she's like, oh, my God, it's that other guy. And then she just immediately ignores Nathan and goes hauling ass over to the other guy. <laughs> yeah. So I think we're getting a little snapshot into Haley's character, uh-huh. <laughs> for lack of a better term. She knows lots of guys. Ah, she's... Popular. <laughs> Fair enough. So um, that's cool. While that's happening, uh, Nathan is like motioning over to Harper. Hey, come over here. Let me talk to you. So she has to actually crawl under the table to go talk to Nathan, which she does. It's very nice. Gets over there, finds out that Nathan was actually just trying to order another drink and was like waving the waitress over, mm-hmm. which is very embarrassing that if you're funny, Harper. It was. <laughs> like, yes. Ugh. Hey, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I was totally away. I was you. completely ignoring you. I didn't. I've never seen you before in my life. I don't know what. Uh, sorry, uh, but regardless, these two uh, kind of strike up a conversation, and it's a little flirty, you know. And uh, Harper's a, a pretty hot young lady, and Nathan's like a, a pretty studly young man. Mm-hmm. But then, out of nowhere, as they're kind of getting to know each other, somebody like smacks a drink over, and it splashes all over Harper. Oh man! And this is where we're going to meet our resident fuckboy. A guy by the name of Ethan, or Evan. 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 Yeah. Um, now, there's a part in every horror movie where one of these dickwads shows up, and we all ask ourselves, why is he hanging around with this group of people? Yeah, like in Leatherface, you got the guy in the wheelchair. 
<laughs> the third wheel. The third, no pun intended. Um, it's very, it's it's a very strange thing, and I don't know why we keep having to go back to this character. Why can't they all just be cool kids that kind of like each other and enjoy each other's company? Because that'd be boring. It, wh- how does that make sense, though? Okay, so there's one person that we all want to see die right off the bat. I get that, but at the same time, most of these kids aren't going to survive to see the final credits. So why even bother putting a douchebag in there? I don't care. It doesn't matter. But needless to say, here comes our resident douchebag, Evan. Evan's a big fat fuck, and he is dressed up uh, apparently like the first part of the human centipede. And the the re- I don't know how he's wearing a burlap sack, and he's got like uh, skeleton hands on his like coming out of his and, and like that headband with eyes on. What the I fuck? <laughs> yeah. How does that make sense to anybody? That doesn't look like anything. You're wearing a burlap sack. You look like a garbage bag. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, regardless, he's all pissed off, and the reason he's well, the other two didn't show is because yeah. the other the other two didn't show, and the reason they didn't show is because Evan is an asshat, and they didn't want to eat shit. Of course, right. you, you want to follow this fat fuck around while he farts all over you? No, no, I do not. All right. Anyway, so that's uh, pretty stupid. Uh, so Evan, or excuse me, Harper steps outside, and she's like. All throughout the movie, she's receiving text messages from her abusive slash alcoholic boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Gee, I wonder who the resident douchebag of the Padded Room podcast is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> who could it be, I wonder? <laughs> anyway, um, hey, fuck yourself, crack house man. <laughs> so, um, uh, Harper steps outside and... One of the bylines of this movie is that she didn't have a uh, Halloween costume, so she's wearing a red hoodie. She just puts the hood up and calls herself Little Red Riding Hood. Mm -hmm. She gets a text message from the abusive alcoholic, and he's dressed up like the big bad wolf. And he's like, hey, guess what my costume is? Mm -hmm. So she's kind of uh, getting paranoid to begin with because she thinks he might be somewhere watching her. Speaking of people watching other people, here comes your parole officer. Are you dressed up like the big bad wolf parole officer? Because little little Red Riding Hood over here is showing some shoulder. I don't know if you see this over here. Flaunting the ink, as they say. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she's kind of getting like these visions of, of him like possibly creeping around. And then out comes Nathan and he's like, hey... This this club really blows. I think we're going to get out of here. Let's let's roll. So they all leave, and somehow Evan is now tagging along. So just to bring everybody up to speed, we now have a group of kids uh, mm-hmm. that comprises of four screaming hot young ladies, one athlete who seems like a pretty decent dude, yeah. and then fuckboy Evan, who has somehow just grandfathered himself into this group. He has the car. Okay, I'm pretty sure between the other five, we can cough up either an Uber or uh, somebody's got some wheels, I'm sure of it. And none of them seemed like they were drinking all that much, so any of them could drive, really. But somehow, Evan has just tagged along. Well, they all had the spider vodka. The spider vodka? Well, whatever the fuck. (laughs) Oh, who gives a shit? (laughs) Anyway, uh, they're on their way back to the dorm and one of them catches like a, a flyer that's and it's like for a haunted attraction so evan's like bros we gotta go to this haunted attraction it's gonna be kick ass so the girls are all like yeah let's go so scary woo so they drive to this haunted attraction now i should mention at this point that our story takes place somewhere in rural illinois 
I am completely unfamiliar with Illinois, but this particular setting looks like it was like Amish country or something like that. Um, You know, it's like they go through like some farmland and through some back roads and woods and shit like that to get to this place. He tried to fucking charge them anyway. He did. Oh, that's right. He did. He was actually he driving was, he was the Uber a guy. fucking... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, and then he, like, turns his little Uber app on, and then Nathan takes his phone and throws it out the window. Good. Fuck him. Oh, look. Buddy is watching. Oh, Buddy's watching. Hey. Hey, Buddy. What's going on? Good to see you, man. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for joining us. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. They they get directions to this place, and of course, it's like out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle mm. of the goddamn woods. They get there, and uh, they're like, "Well, this is where it is," and then they um, like a big like neon light, like haunted attraction. They're like, oh, there it is. Okay, very cool. So they drive around, park the car, and then they step outside. And what we're looking at here, I'm gonna say, is like a warehouse type of a situation for lack of a better assessment but it's got its own parking lot and stuff like that there's a couple other cars in the parking lot when Mm -hmm. they get there Mm -hmm. so i have to assume that they're not the first visitors of the night at least not tonight anyway so they get Mm -hmm. there they get out of the car big roll-up door opens and out comes a creepy clown Mm -hmm. and he's just standing there and they're all like hey we would like to enter your shady uh, warehouse haunt Mm -hmm. attraction sir doesn't say a word Eventually, he does like one of these numbers with the two hands, like pick a hand. And uh, Allie goes up and picks a hand, and it's empty. And then she picks the other one, and that's empty also. But then he does the old, oh, pull pull something out from behind your ear gag, Mm -hmm. and it's a key. And the key goes to a lockbox, which is mounted on the wall next to the door. So she goes up, opens the lockbox. There's a bunch of, um, what do you call those, disclaimers, Um, Mm -hmm. like waivers that they have to sign. And they have to fill out like their address and stuff like that, and uh, I guess give a bunch of personal information. But they all sign it because they're all fired up and ready to go in this yeah. haunted attraction. The real buddy is online. Don't know who that bearded guy is. <laughs> I don't know who this fucking guy is either, man. The buddy that I know is like a clean cut dude. Look at this hobo. <laughs> I said hobo, not homo. It's a different thing. Anyway, uh, so they kind. Evan is already being a fuck face. He's like poking fun at the clown and the clown isn't saying anything. And um, eventually they sign the waivers and then at the bottom of the waiver it says they all have to put their cell phones in the lockbox. Haley gets to keep the key and when they come out they can open the lockbox and take their cell phones back. Easy. Easy. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want uh, anybody recording your haunted attraction or anything. So, so far it's on the up and up. Uh, They all sign. They all put their phones in the lockbox and in they go. Um, at first it seems like a run-of-the-mill haunted attraction. You got like your chain link and your skeletons and your, uh, you know, spider webs and shit you gotta, you gotta go through. It's all well and good. Uh, they get through the first couple of, uh, little attraction rooms there. They get to what is, looks like the, op- the beginning of a maze. So they get there and there's like two ways that they can go. There's like a fork in the, in the road there. One of them says, not safe. The other one says safe. It was a decent movie. The real faces were amazing under those masks. You're exactly right, Mark. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to that in a second because that was oh, yeah. probably the most gnarly of the entire. So, well, I mean, there was some pretty good kills too, but um, the real faces were nuts. We'll get to that in a second. So um, three of them take the safe route and three of them take the not safe route. On the safe route, we have Allie, Nathan, and the flapper girl. I think. 
I'm taking the not safe. I'm taking the not safe route either. <laughs> On the not safe route, we have Harper, Evan, and uh, the nurse. The safe route sounds like a trick. Yeah, it's always exactly. a trick. Yeah. It's like that scene in It. Uh, scary, not scary, scary. Yeah, exactly. Well, pick the most scary one. That's gonna be. You're gonna be okay there. If you take the not scary one, they're gonna fucking rip you in half or something. Yeah, this is, you get stupid. We're I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know which way to go here. I've seen other movies. And I know how this plays out, sir. And I don't like it. Anyway, um, so they split up. Half of them go not safe. Half of them go safe. Now, the safe group uh, basically just goes through like a weird pallet maze. But as they're going through the the pallet maze, they're being dripped on. There's like weird sacks of fluid dangling from the ceiling. And this fluid is dripping down the pallets on either side. So it's getting kind of gross. At one point, Allie wipes, or Haley, I keep wanting to call her Allie. Haley wipes a little bit off of Nathan's baseball uniform, and you see it's black. So I was thinking it was blood, but it's not. I was like, oh, that's blood sacks. Mm -hmm. It's not blood, whatever it is. Um, Now we cut to the not safe side. Uh, They have to, like, crawl through a crawl space. And get to get to where they're going, and it's pretty it's pretty creepy. And we discover that Harper is actually claustrophobic, mm-hmm. which makes things even worse. All right, fair enough. Uh, they get in there and they're like doing the John McClane through the air uh, vents thing and all that shit. At one point, somebody else gets in there with him, and uh, Harper spots this dude. He's wearing like a red satin kind of a robe smoking jacket like I first graduation thing ground gown I don't believe it was a graduation gown buddy <laughs> I do not believe it didn't have the flat hat thing going on <laughs> minus the hat uh, it, first thing I thought was jigsaw when I saw it but mm. uh, it's not jigsaw it's somebody completely different uh, they get out of the uh, the weird um, um, crawl space area and then they all kind of coalesce in this in the same area and we get to see a little show there's like a chain link thing curtain draws back uh out pull comes this witch this lady in a witch costume and she's got like a witch mask on kind of remind me of purge too a little bit yeah Yeah. Uh, she's dragging a body bag with her she opens up the body bag and there's a young lady there in the body bag not one of our group just a random young lady and she's got a mask on and uh she looks like she was you know dressed up for halloween Mm -hmm. the witch takes like a hot iron out of a burning garbage can trash fire type of a thing and brands this chick on the face and it looks like it looks pretty real it looked like Mm -hmm. it hurts like a son of a bitch they're like oh fuck that's terrifying that was really real and then the curtain closes and they're all like wow yeah smoke comes up yeah (laughs) you're like that was fucking realistic and well well done guys you scared the piss out of that (laughs) Well, I thought Jigsaw when I saw the robe, too. Yeah, it had that, you know, Jigsaw likes the silk robes. Mm-hmm. And so do the, the haunted uh, the haunted guys here. Well, it could, they could have been I mean, following if, him if you're, or whatever. If you're going to be working at a haunted attraction all night, you might as well wear something comfortable, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't just go in there like in, a, in a, some sweatpants and a wife beater because that's just not scary. You might as well put on like some like a nice negligee or maybe like a <laughs> yeah. a nightgown. You know, you're gonna go you're gonna go right to bed after this job is over. So, Hi, Tim. hey, Tim's in the house. This is my lace outfit. This is something I like to wear. <laughs> this is what I call my smoking jacket. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Uh, the group gets separated again. Same three, same three. Um, the, the not safe group has to go through a different tunnel. And when they get through that tunnel, the flapper girl is missing. 
she's no longer part of that group. They Harper makes it through, Evan makes it through, no flapper girl. The safe group has to go through like this other part where they have to do that ridiculous thing that all haunted attractions seem to have where there's like a glory hole situation, you know? Where except instead of putting your dick through, you put your arm through yeah. and then oh. you you have to feel like, oh. oh, it's a body part, you know. So um the nurse goes first, she feels in there and she's like, Oh, it's brains and it's ramen noodles. And then uh, Nathan puts his arm through and he's like, Oh, it's eyeballs, oh it's actually grapes. And then Oh, me and Buddy look nice. Oh thanks. Thanks, you fucking jerks. Yeah, thank, you. thank you very much. Monica, you look nice. So do you Hey thanks, Tim. <laughs> thanks, man. God damn it. Probably someone that actually appreciates the way we dress. Yeah. I'm, o- I'm over here sweating, Tim, okay? You There's think a lot it- of effort putting on this t shirt. Yeah. These two she she bears a little shoulder and suddenly she's the, the beauty queen. Okay. All right. See how it is? Anyway, uh, Haley puts her arm through, and she's like, uh, I don't feel anything at all. So then she pulls her arm out, and she's like, there's nothing in there. Oh, shit, my ring is missing, who actually is a ring she borrowed from Harper. Mm -hmm. And we know from an earlier Mm -hmm. conversation that that was like her mother's ring. And, uh, you know, very sentimental, so that's, you know, big deal. She's like, oh, I got to find that ring. So her and uh, Nathan put their arms through. trying to feel for the ring when Allie pulls her arm out she's like got little slits and cuts all over her arm yeah like right down the middle like you're gonna probably bleed to death if you don't get help so Are you from the Taliban that's not buddy <laughs> I saw some dude from the Taliban <sighs> I, for a year I've been telling him to shave the fucking beard Spray it black next week. We just what? need and you hide to sh- my luscious grays. Get <laughs> that would more, lo- that would more look Taliban. Style. Don't don't encourage him. <laughs> He's going to come in never next never week and it's going to be all. <laughs> He's be wearing a turban or something. <laughs> See what I'm dealing with? I'm trying to do a show here. These guys are getting all political talking about the Taliban. Anyway, uh, now that's a problem because Allie or Haley is facing a real danger of bleeding out. She's bleeding heavily. They uh, quickly like bandage up her arm using some material, yeah. mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh fuck, I'm getting lightheaded." Now we cut back to the safe group, or mm-hmm. what's what's left of them. It's just uh, Evan and um, uh, Harper. Harper, do you have them turned on? One of Facebook's update turned them off. For a lot of so, just go back and make. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. If you're not seeing this, then sorry. Apparently, you need to fix something with your Facebook. Uh, anyway, so those two have to go down like this slide, which is kind of cool. I like a little, mm. little playground action in my haunted attraction. They go down a slide and they end up in this fake graveyard, and this guy in a mask starts chasing them around with a chainsaw. Not in a threatening way, but this is where they fuck up to start with. Because when the guy comes with the chainsaw, Evan shoves him and he's like, Get out of my personal face, bro. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, don't touch the guys yeah. in the haunted attraction. Yeah, That's rules. They can kick your ass. Mm-hmm. And they will cover for each other and not tell the cops who did it. So... Yeah, and, and you, you signed a waiver. Like. Yeah, you signed a waiver, yeah. you jackass. You can't be touching people. So uh, after that, you can tell Evan immediately realized that he fucked up because what are you doing? Touching you. Stop it. Stop doing it. <laughs> Freaking me out. Freaking me out right now. <laughs> 
Uh, so that's. I didn't sign a waiver. That's, that's right back here. Ooh. <laughs> she can she can touch me. You? No, <laughs> that's not what you told me last. No, time. no, not until you shave that beard, sir. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty gnarly. Uh, so from there, they kind of um, the 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 not safe group just kind of hunkers down because they don't want to move Haley. She, they're afraid she's going to bleed out. Uh, Hi, Liz. Hey, Liz, what's going on? Uh, the safe group, which is now just uh, Ethan or Evan and Harper, Harper. continues through the uh, um, what do you call the the fake cemetery there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, they go through some spider webs and some other stuff. Every everybody's freaking out on the not safe side because she's really going to bleed out pretty soon. So they're like screaming for help. Hey, you gotta help us! Uh, eventually, they come back together in the not safe side. Mm-hmm. So now there's just five of them. They're there in front of the uh, the glory holes, and on the other side of the glory holes is a chain link with a curtain mm-hmm. uh, on the other side of it. So they're hanging out, and oh god, we got to get her out of here. Uh, do you guys remember the way back? I don't know. Hey, anybody help me? Eventually, the curtain pulls back, and again we have our witch. She comes dragging out another uh, body bag, and they're like, "Oh, excuse me, we have somebody hurt here. We need help." Doesn't say a word. Opens up the body bag. Sure enough, it's our flapper girl, Mallory. This time she pulls out the uh, the hot iron, except it's not hot anymore, or at least not to the point where it's glowing anyway. Right. And she just immediately stabs Mallory right in the fucking head. Ugh. Boom! Like through the cheek, comes out the brain. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh fuck! She just did that!" And then the curtain closes, and they're like, "God damn it! What the fuck? Hey, somebody's really hurt here! Oh my god!" So now we're officially freaking out, and we yeah. are pretty sure we just saw Mallory get murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right, Liz. Some uh, haunted attractions do have glory holes, <laughs> except when you put your dick in, they just smack it. They don't. They don't actually. There's no ejaculate. They just smack the Boy. shit out of it. I thought when the witch did this, <laughs> I felt when the witch did this, I felt like it was going to be an April Fool's kind of thing. That's what I was kind of leaning yeah. towards because. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, you do see the the penetration with the the poker or whatever, and you see it go through Mallory's head. But I mean, it's nothing that couldn't be faked, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, they continue on, and uh, you know the the curtain closes immediately, and they continue screaming and yelling, and oh my god, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, so we try a few different things. Uh, first, Evan tries to reach through the curtain and grab the 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 poker thing. Uh, he's he's a big fat fuck though, so he can't get his big chubby jelly arms through the chain link fence. Right. That's right. I'm fat shaming Evan because he, he was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's not just because he was fat; it's because he was a shitty human being. And I suspect I could be wrong, but I suspect that if he hadn't shoved the guy in the fake cemetery, we wouldn't have had any problems here. We would have been, just been having a yeah, good time. Probably not. So this whole thing is your fault, you fat son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I usually go to the 17th door. I've been wanting to do something more intense. 17th door. Oh. That must be a is that, that must be a local haunt for you, Liz, but it sounds 17th mm. door sounds pretty intense too. Yeah, what is That's a that? lot of doors. You got to pat you got to count them mm. as you go yeah. down. Um anyway, well, so the sign that says 17th. Yes. <laughs> or just do that too, whatever. Uh, so he calls the nurse over and he's like, Hey, my big fat jelly arms. I can't reach the thing. Can you put your hand through there? And so she reaches through, grabs it. And then somebody steps on her hand with a big fat boot, breaks, breaks her fingers. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she does manage, or actually she pulls back and then, but she gets it close enough to where Evan can reach through and grab it. So he reaches through and grabs it. They use the fire poker thing 
Tustin, California. Hmm. Hmm. Where is Tustin, California? I've never heard of Tustin, California. Yeah, there was a, I remember there was a big murder there. Big murders. Oh. Yes. Well, Liz, she probably we're, knows what I'm talking we're about. glad you survived the big murders in Tustin, California. <laughs> well, she probably knows the killer. Okay. Well, I don't think that, but she probably knows the story she can share. Liz, with you us. look lovely She's tonight. Liz, I, we really hope you enjoy the show here. You look at Absolutely dashing. Liz, you guys in have your Facebook profile. There, right? I remember testing California. Okay, then. Story that broke. probably the seventeenth yes. door, and somebody got killed with a fire poker thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, so that's pretty nice. She gets her, but they managed to get the the wrought iron fire poker through the fence. So now they have that. Uh, they use it to pry open one of the doors, and they're like, "Oh fuck." Uh, Harper vaguely remembers how she came back, so that what they decide to do is they're going to send Nathan hauling ass back the way they came so that he can get to the front door, get out, and call for mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. So he goes hauling ass. Uh, he gets to a mannequin room. Ooh. Every haunted attraction has a mannequin room. Yeah. Uh, you, you know as soon as you see it, one of these motherfuckers is not a mannequin. Right. Because uh, it wouldn't be scary if they were all... Well, I mean, it would be, but still, you know... Very crazy. So uh, he's like, oh, shit, mannequin room. Uh, is anybody in here? We got uh, somebody hurt here. So he starts tiptoeing down the aisle of the mannequin room. Sure as shit, as soon as he gets to the end, one of the mannequins like pops out and goes walking the opposite direction. So he's like, hey, dude, we got somebody hurt over here. We need some help. And he's like, oh. So the, the guy just goes around the corner, and then he pops his head back out. And he's like, hey, did you say you had somebody hurt? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we do, actually. Thank you uh, for acknowledging me. Uh, somebody's hurt back here. We just need some help. And he's like, oh, okay, let me just go grab something. So he goes and gets steps out of the room, comes back, and then gets like has like a big key ring on him. And then they go walking back to where uh, Ali is slow, or Haley is slowly bleeding out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get back there. Um, this new haunt, haunted actor whatever you what do you call these guys that work at haunted attractions haunters i guess haunters this new haunter guy is with him and he's for lack of a better term term dressed up like a uh kkk member um (laughs) i guess not really he's got he's got like a he's got like a ghost mask but it's just one white gown all the way down like he's like a Casper the Friendly Ghost, but with like a mask on. I could see KKK too. That's what I'm getting yeah. without the pointy hat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I don't know what he's going for. But he's like, oh, shit, man. Your friend's really, really fucked up there. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Late Late Horror Show is in the house. What's up, guys? Hey. Hi, guys. Um, so that's pretty gnarly. But he, this guy seems like he's there to help. He's like, oh, okay, I got my keys right here. Um, it's actually faster if you just keep going through the haunt. And they're like, dude. We saw you murder one of our friends five minutes ago. Right. And he's like, oh, no, it's it's part of the attraction. It's what we do. And they're like, well, where's our friend then? And he's like, well, she's waiting in the parking lot wondering what the hell's taking you guys so long. He didn't sound like John Candy. I'm just doing that voice for comedic purposes. Anyway, they're like, oh, whoa, okay, well... They decide that instead of going continuing through the haunt, they're going to go back the way they came, and they're kind of uh, keeping this new this haunter at like you know they're like threatening him. So they go back the way they came. Now, as they were coming into the slide room, 
Harper saw an emergency exit. So that's their goal right now is that they're going to climb up the slide into that first room and out the emergency exit is the plan. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. They go up the slide through the uh, uh, little uh, crawl space maze there. We find out that there's a trap door in there, and that's how they manage to capture the flapper girl. And uh, they go through that. They have to go one at a time, which, of course, they do. Uh, in a weird tactical move, they decide that they're going to send uh, Evan first, I think mainly because they just didn't want to be around him anymore, <laughs> which I, I get. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, after that goes Harper because she's claustrophobic. After that goes the Haunter guy because we want to keep an eye on him. And then after that goes Allie, and then Nathan is last. He's bringing up the rear. So uh, Evan gets through. As soon as he's through, he immediately hauls ass, like doesn't even – bother checking the um, um, uh, emergency exit. He wants to get out the front door to where the lockbox is so that he can pick the lock and get the phones to call help. Now, about this time, we're going to see what's going on with the lockbox. As soon as the kids went inside the haunt, the clown just lifted the lockbox up off the, the little wall mount thing, took it inside, and put all their phones in a microwave oven, which I thought was a, a cool touch. If we, if we ever go anywhere, one of us is keeping our cell phone hidden. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a vagina. Yes, which I'm gonna hide it. Stick there. it right up there, because yes. uh, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I don't have the anal retention to like keep you know, something up there for a prolonged yes, period of time. I've never had children, but I'm sure I can fit it up there. And let's be honest, <laughs> even if I did put it up there, once I got it out, nobody's gonna want to use it. You have cell, cell phone bearing. I'll hands. be like, it's okay. I'll be like, <laughs> Wait, buddy, I got buddy, call the cops. So I can fit it in between my ass cheeks. He won't I mean, feel oh, there. oh, he's gonna feel there. Don't don't you worry about that. Re- regardless, places places to hide cell phones. We got you covered. So uh, he goes hauling ass. The rest of the group makes it to the emergency exit. They open the door, and it's just a brick wall right there. So they're like. Dude, Haunter guy, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, I was wondering why you guys were headed there. That's not really an exit. <laughs> like, okay, fucko, you're officially freaking us out. Mm-hmm. So now they're like getting all up in his face. Uh, Nathan demands to know his last name. He doesn't say anything. He just identifies himself as Mitch. Uh, they demand that he take his mask off. He never does. Uh, eventually, they're just like, all right, fucko, you're, you're officially freaking us out. Now, once Mitch made it through the uh, the crawl space, he actually boarded up the exit to the crawl space, mm-hmm. which trapped Allie um, and Nathan inside the, the crawl space maze. So we have uh, Evan, which who made it out the front door. We have um, Mitch, the haunt actor, whatever you want to call him, who's right behind him. And we have Harper, who was, came out after Mitch. So they're, they're the three that made it through. Um, Allie discover, or actually, Allie just kind of disappears at this point. We don't actually see her for a while. We'll catch up to her in a minute, but for our intents and purposes now, she's just kind of out of play. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan actually fell through the trap door, and when he did, he hit his head and knocked himself out. It's a pretty good drop yeah. coming out of that trap door. It's like a good eight, I don't know, eight, nine feet. So, concrete floor, knocked himself out. That really sucks. So, we catch up with uh, Evan. Who made it outside and he's like, bro, where's our cell phones? Mitch comes out right behind him and he's like, oh, okay, here, here comes your crew. Uh, you know, as soon as you guys come out, you, you go, whatever you want to do. And like 
you know, a couple minutes go by, nobody comes out. Five minutes goes by. I would have fucking left. I'm gone. I'm leaving. I'm guys. gone. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm out of there. I really hate to do this, but uh, this is just too much. I'm going to take off. I'll I'll just call you a cab or something. I don't know. I'll call the police when I get home. I'll call somebody. Who do you want me to call? I'll call your friends. I'll call your neighbors. Give me a call list. I'll call everybody. I don't care. Okay. Um, I'll blow up the building. Well, I'm not going to do that. They're probably still inside. This is why Buddy doesn't come on haunted excursions with us. He's just itching for a reason to blow up a building. It's because he's a Taliban. Yeah. Beard, see that? I got you covered, guys. Yeah. Go ahead. You dirty infidels. Kaboom. See there? All right, anyway. I blow buildings. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to get put on an FBI watch list now. Thank you very much. Fuck face. All right, easy. <laughs> call the Ghostbusters, Ryan says. That that'd be a good guys to call. Well, not really. I mean, these guys are sickos. Anyway, uh, Evan gets out there. He's like, "Where's my friends?" And then Mitch is like, "Are you sure you want to see my face?" Now, about this time, our friend in the red robe appears outside of the uh, the crawl space maze, mm-hmm. and he's now following Harper around. Uh, he corners Harper. Just as uh, Mitch is taking his mask off, that's about the time our friend in the red rope, we see him, he's got like a devil mask off. He takes his mask off, and we get to see what these fucking guys look like. Mm-hmm. It is not good. It is not a good place to be, not with these dudes. Um, devil man is just that. He's like body modded himself into a complete devil face with horns coming out of the head and the chin. And he's got, like, a big smile tattooed on his face along with, like, tribal all over the place. He looks like a devil. And his eyes are black. He's a, a intimidating yeah. individual, to say the least. Outside, Evan is dealing with Mitch. He takes his mask off. He's modded himself uh, to mm. look like a skull, pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Nose is gone. Little oh. black hole there. Eyes are all, like... I don't know. I don't I know what goosebumps that I don't, scared like me. Like the yeah, the was... lips are gone, but the teeth are still. He basically oh. got like a skull face, dude. Yeah. It's gnarly. gnarly. It is bad. And if you are doing that to yourself, why? Number one, number two, you are probably a killer. So well done and good job scaring the shit out of people. Anyway, uh, Mitch or Evan gets it, and Mitch hits him in the head with a hammer, and then takes the claw part of the hammer. And puts it like in her, oh. in her mouth like that and just like cranks it up so that like his whole like from here up just kind of comes right out of his face. Man. It's oh. disgusting. Uh, good news for Evan though. I think he was either unconscious or already dead when that happened. So <laughs> that's, I mean. He's got that going for him. Yeah, it. fuck him anyway. <laughs> He's probably the reason we're in this mess. So it, regardless, um, about that time is when uh, uh you know, we cut back to Harper and she's like, oh God, here's this fucking devil man. And he's like talking all this shit to her. Uh, about that time, we're going to cut back to Nathan who wakes up. He's now like behind the scenes of this bizarro haunt murder ride. And he happens upon a nail gun. So he goes running off to try to find somebody or get out of there with a nail gun. Comes around the corner, finds Devil Man talking a bunch of shit to Harper and just unloads on him. Uh-huh. Hits him like three times in the arm, which is really just enough to piss him off and uh, buy Harper enough time to go hauling ass out of there. So well done on that. But they're separated by a chain link fence at the same time. Um, Nathan <clears throat> Nathan runs that way. Harper runs that way. Devil Man just kind of stays there going, oh, fucking fuck. 
All right, so that's pretty gnarly. We're going to stay with Harper for a minute. She goes into back into like a different maze. Um, she's in this room, and it seems all right for a second, but then the lights cut out. And she starts kind of stumbling around, and she comes around a corner and finds this dimly lit area with a bucket full of animal parts in it and like a sign on the wall that says, at the bottom or something like that, feel me or something like that. Mm -hmm. So she's got to dig through this bucket of animal parts, and when she does, she produces a flashlight. As soon as she produces the flashlight, the bucket goes was suspended by the ceiling, goes back up into the hole in the ceiling, and the lights cut out. As soon as the lights cut out, we hear like a bunch of like things jingling and like blades being pulled, shing, all that stuff. And she's like hits the flashlight, and what she can see now is that she's basically suspended. She's like in a maze full of dangling blades, which is horrific. Because oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you got to be very careful. And there's like spike, like nail strips all over the floor, and she is fucked, man. Kind of reminds me of that '70s movie. Which Remember one? Remember where the blind the blind people make the booby traps? Yes, because yes. uh, that what was that? Tales from the Crypt. I think so. Yes, he's got to go through the tunnel, and then they let the dog loose on yeah. him halfway through. That was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what she's got to do. She manages to kind of circum. At the end of this this blade maze, there's like a guillotine door with a bunch of knives strapped to it. Mm. Um, she's like, she shines a light, and she's like, oh, there it is. I just have to get over there. But she sees it suspended through like this pulley system. So she follows the rope and she gets to the other end of the rope. And there's a guy in another mask trying to cut the rope to close the door and mm -hmm. cut her off. So she's like, fuck. Carefully makes her way. Steps on a goddamn nail in one of these spike strip things. Oh. Carefully makes her way through there. Manages to get through the door just in time for the fucking thing to, to close on the other guy. So good for her. Uh, very cool. Now she has to go through another maze. She ends up in an escape room all by herself. Uh, the escape room, escape room, I thought was actually kind of hokey. Yeah. For, for as extreme as we're going with this haunt, this one seemed very silly because the clues were very easy. Yeah. There's, dumb. there's like some, uh, wallpaper coming off. This was probably for the people they were going to let go. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Well, except for the shotgun part, but we'll get to that in a second. So she's, she's in this escape room and she's got to find a key to let herself out. Uh, everything's written on the walls backwards. She has to pull out a mirror to see what, you know, what everything says. Uh, she finds uh, one clue says, look at the dolls. Another clue says, look behind you. Eventually it says there's somebody under the bed. So she looks under the bed. Underneath the bed is like a little uh, dollhouse. She opens that up. There's the key. Goes There's like a very steampunky contraption where the key goes and the lock mechanism on the door. That's so pretty cool. It was. She puts the key. She's about to put the key in the thing, but then she hears somebody coming towards the room. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to hide under the bed. Hides under the bed. Eventually, Devil Man comes, pulls her out. Uh, she takes the key and sticks it in his eyeball and then goes and tries to open the door. Now, as soon as you open the door to this fucking thing, it starts this weird music box contraption that has a pump-action shotgun attached to it. <laughs> is what it is, really, except with buckshot. Yeah. So every it's like a do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, but every time it hits the end, it shoots another round through the door. So she's like, oh, fuck this. Uh, opens a door. Devil man's chasing her. They get into a skirmish there in the hallway. There's a little hallway that comes out of there. Oh, she uh, gets shot first. She does, but it's like a little, just a little shoulder flesh wound type of a thing. Yeah. 
do do do, and then she knows now that as soon as the jack in the box pops, another shotgun round is going to go through. So he's on top of her. She hears the music box, lifts his head up just as the music box is finishing. Shotgun blows his head clean off. Boom! Yeah. Well done. Uh, now we cut back to Evan who's running around trying to find her. Eventually, he stumbles into this hallway, picks her up. Uh, they get going through to the to the end where there's just like basically a plywood door. Uh, Nathan has a sledgehammer on him and starts pounding his way through the door. We can hear other people coming towards the way, so they're like trying to get the shotgun off the thing. Um, they manage to get through the door and outside where the witch is now waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And she's got a bunch of barrels out there. Now, I'm thinking one of two possibilities. One, those were other people that came through the haunt that night, mm-hmm. and they got killed and stuck in the barrels. Well done. Or those barrels are filled with flammable liquids for when the night is over and they need to get rid of the evidence. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll never know for sure because they kill the witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take her mask off, and we see that she's been body modded. Her face has to look like a witch, and it's pretty gnarly. It's like mm-hmm. all... It's like they aged her, and they gave her like a pointy nose and a pointy chin. They basically made her look like a dime store witch. Stupid. Freaks. Nasty people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get outside, and now they're like, okay, we're outside. We're out. We can go now. So that, But now they find out that this warehouse is surrounded on all sides by a barbed wire fence. So they're like, oh, fuck. Here comes the zombie guy with the chainsaw, and he's now got a handgun on him. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, fuck this. Cheater. I know. Yeah. I know. Come on, man. Well, you can't let people escape. Uh, but still, everybody else has like sledgehammers and stuff. This guy pulls out a gun. Yeah. This is the last resort. Yeah. So uh, they kind of circumvent him. They find another dude who's got like a vampire mask on. And they're like, hey, hey, you piece of shit. And he's like, whoa, whoa, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So he takes his mask off, the vampire guy, and he's just got like, he's just like a normal dude. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. I didn't know they were killing people in here. And this is where we get a little backstory on I'm these weirdos. Boy. Yeah. Find out that these guys have like a weird body mod cult. One of them is a tattoo artist, and he's been doing the body mo- modifications on all these guys. So the dev- I assume it was the devil man because he seemed like the most oh, yeah. fucked up looking. Uh, the clown guy has like clown paint, but it's like burned into his skin. Um I don't know what the zombie guy was going for. I think they just he just wanted to be as ugly as possible. Because mm. he still had like a nose ring and stuff, but his face was all jacked off. Skull boy, uh, obviously, we mm-hmm. see what was... And the witch girl, we see what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the backstory is, he's like, they said if I helped uh, get rid of the bodies, I would earn my face. What the fuck does that mean? You got to earn all that shit? Yeah. No! Yeah. You help with all the killings, Creature. we'll uh, mod your face off. I don't want yeah. that. I don't want that. Oh, he did. Well, good for him. Some people like that. Uh, what? What? You think you're going to get laid looking like that? There I, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I was going to say I have Facebook people that look like that. Yeah. Like, just like that with the eyes and oh, everything, God. and it's like hot in Mexico. I okay. don't know why. I'm not. I'm not. Do- I'm no. No. Not doing it. And I'm not going to kill anybody either. <laughs> But uh, he's like, oh, let me know. And then the zombie guy shows up with the gun again. And just as this guy's giving us the backstory, he shoots the guy right in the head. Mm-hmm. They go hauling ass across the yard again. Uh, they get over. Harper gets over the barbed wire. And Nathan's like, fuck, I got to slow this guy down. So he just runs at the zombie dude. 
like headlong zombie guy shoots him in the gut and then harp or uh, nathan like tackles him and then basically bashes his head in with his baseball bat they get over the fence drive off get to a uh, hospital clown guy is still there in the in the house mm-hmm. and he's like i gotta get rid of this evidence he just lights the whole mm-hmm. place on fire mm-hmm. we find out that liquid dropping from the bags and dripping on everybody that was actually gas or oil or some other flammable mm-hmm. liquid so the whole place goes up so as uh, Harper and Nathan are driving off, all the fire trucks are coming in. They get taken to the hospital and patched up. They kind of live happily ever after. But as the nurse is having Harper sign like all the, the waivers and stuff, she remembers, oh, fuck, I, I signed that waiver at the beginning of the shit. These guys have my home address now. Fucking fuck. So we cut to what I guess is a month or two later when Clown Guy shows up at Harper's house and she has like a glue trap set up for him and she's waiting for him with a shotgun. He falls in the glue. She apparently just blows his blows him away and that's the end of your movie. Good. What did you guys think of Haunt? I would have fucked with him. I loved this movie. <laughs> it's a good show, man. Yeah. I would, yeah, that was good. I would love to see this as a franchise. I want to know more about these guys. Mm-hmm. I want to know if they have like other splinter cells set up somewhere or what the whole initiation oh. process is. Earning your face. Maybe I do want to earn my face. I don't know. I, I'm pretty happy with the one I got. Maybe just a part two. Well, I could I could see like but two or no three. But no more than that, because then they'll get stupid. I would I would like to see a prequel. I'd yes. Li- I'd like to see like them setting up all these elaborate things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know the spiders and the fucking blades and all that shit. Um, yeah. And I want to know what ha- what are they are they are they harvesting bodies? What's with all the barrels? I don't know. I don't know. My favorite part was the the very beginning where they pull up and they walk up to the clown. I think that was more creepy than the Oh, whole totally. Movie. Yeah. yeah, totally. He's so intimidating. If you <laughs> went to a haunted attraction and it opened just like that, would you still go inside? Yeah. <laughs> I would. I don't know. Yeah. I would. Because you hear the people already screaming inside. That's the whole point. That's Remember, they heard it too, and they're like, yes. Yeah, this, we definitely got to go in now. Yeah. Somebody's actually scared. It's not a cheesy one. I need to make sure I have a weapon on. Oh, me. you're gonna end up stabbing some fourteen-year-old kid who works at a haunted. I do. You're fucking crazy. Oh boy. Well, we won't tell that I did that. <laughs> We're now culpable in either an assault or a murder. Yeah, and that means you out. all are also. Then she's gonna run out, pull the cell phone out of her ass, and then call nine one one. <laughs> very stinky <laughs> hell yeah i'm going in the parole officer knows all right guys that was haunt from 2019 uh highly recommend this one i think it's a pretty good show these yeah, guys no, liked right. it buddy you yes. liked it we all liked it Love yeah it. good show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right we are going to take us a little break and we'll come back with some other stuff g'day mate welcome to australia Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill you, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not-so-greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! 
So join us every week on the Pattern Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network. that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, 
you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shell Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos, the Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, c- c- come closer with that cock monster. My, my anal juices are... Uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> <laughs> If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. Yo. We are without Monica for the duration of the show. She had to go home and... I don't know, something about her dogs. I'm sure they've eaten half the house by now, and I guess one of them just got fixed. Yeah. So we'll finish the show without her and wish her the best. She'll be back next week, I'm sure. Absolutely. No big deal. Um, buddy, mm-hmm. if we ever find ourselves stranded in a uh, weird haunted attraction, um, I like to think that I could possibly come save you with a nail gun. A nail gun. Well, that seems... I mean, there's going to be a lot of carpentry implements about. Mm-hmm. So nail gun, nail gun would be an obvious choice. Uh, also, perhaps like a tack hammer, ball ping hammer, various hammers. Yeah. Uh, hacksaw. Uh, don't know that I would use like a like a power tool because that yeah. make a lot of noise. Well, that and you'd have to make sure you're plugged into something. That's true. You don't want to be looking around for a power cord right. when the devil man and clown boy are chasing you. <laughs> no. You know, hold on, let me plug Wait, this hold in. You, hold on there. <laughs> Do you have like a one of those extension power surge things? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need some place to put this before I can fight you. Can you stand a little closer to the wall? Uh, look, I can't. This <laughs> extension cord only goes. So, you have a 12 footer? Maybe. Can I borrow a 12 footer? Then I'll then we'll have it out. <laughs> right. Oh, forget it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get into the Terra Dome, sir? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. Kill you! Let's dream come true. 
six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Welcome to the Terradome. Let's start it off with last week's winner, shall we? Mm-hmm. Singles competition. We had the Candyman versus Pazuzu, who you may recall is the demon from the uh, old uh, Exorcist there. Yeah. The prayer stopped as the room went dark. The quiet buzzing of a bee could be heard flying about the room. Then he appeared. By the time Reagan's mom entered the room, no one was alive to tell the tale. Both priests and the little girl ripped from groin to gullet. With a vote of four to three, Candyman advances over Pazuzu. Wow. I mean, if there was a Pazuzu movie to where we actually, other than possessing little girls, really, you're not showing me much there, Pazuzu. Right. Uh, On the other hand, Panini's. Tasty toasted sandwiches. <laughs> panini I'll versus take a, Pazuzu. I'll take a panini over the Candyman any day of the week. <laughs> I like a panini, like a ham and cheese type of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Very tasty. Toasted. All right. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> that was stupid. I apologize, inmates. Uh, you've come to expect more from us than sandwich humor. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's take a look at the team's competition. Mm-hmm. Team's competition. We had the Silent Hill Nurses versus the Killer Cars. The cars tore into Silent Hill right down the main street. The nurses held resolute at the road's end. As the cars approached, the second air raid siren howled, signaling the end of the darkness. The nurses vanished and the sky lightened. The cars going too fast plummeted into the sinkhole left by the coal fire, adding to its heat. In team's competition, the Silent Hill nurses advance over the killer cars with a vote of 5-2. to two. Wow. Making that make sense was not as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> I know, right? I had to reach for that one, man. <laughs> that was a tough one. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. In singles competition, we are in the Asylum Conference round 11. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing things. <clears throat> The hunt for the Lycans was tireless. One pack in particular she'd been pursuing up and down the East Coast for the better part of a year. They would appear randomly in urban sprawls like New York, Atlantic City, and Boston, then slink back to the wilds after another gunfight or melee confrontation. The casualties were mounting on both sides when one of the werewolves made a fatal mistake, leaving behind a clue to their base of operations. Celine was expecting them to be operating out of a sewer or abandoned warehouse, but not an entire town. Following the trail of the lichens into the West Virginia forest, she finds herself in the sleepy and quite abandoned town of Silent Hill, which is exactly where the wolves led her. The sky goes dark and the air raid siren howls as the trap is sprung. 
singles competition, we have Celine versus Pyramid Head, buddy. How Pyramid Head. I'm going to have to agree with you. I don't think uh, bullets, even with UV rounds or silver nitrate, are going to do much against Pyramid no. Head. No way. I mean, he's been shot before. It didn't seem to bother him all that much. Yeah, it's like, ooh, that tickles. Yeah, oh, I don't even care. It's <laughs> just going to piss me off more. All right, let's take a look at the team's competition. Mm-hmm. We are still in the Asylum, Asylum Conference round 11. The music was pumping, the booze was flowing, and the inhibitions were dropping. This was exactly the party that Martin had hoped for. The gold discovery under the floorboards was the icing on the cake. Then the power goes out. A small matter. Since they're all going to be rich, they could buy the cabin 20 times over after the party was over. Chris goes outside to find the fuse box and never returns. Ten minutes later, his body is found in the snow with a crossbow bolt through his head. Panic sets in fast. Who did this? Why? Does someone else know about the gold? Are they coming to get it? Someone wearing an animal mask appears briefly in a window, and the screaming intensifies. From a nearby bluff, the long dead of the Third Reich begin to resurrect and assemble. Their treasure has been disturbed, and so has their rest. Team's competition, we have the Nazi zombies versus the home invaders. What do you think of this one, buddy? Oh, man, this is close. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> it's not actually close at all. Uh, Nazi zombies. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's two for the Nazi zombies. I don't have to explain myself on that one. And those are your uh, Terradome matchups for the weekend, mates. In singles, it's Pyramid Head versus Celine. Teams is the Nazi zombies versus the home invaders. Get us your votes by next week if you can. Uh, the mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're considering those matchups, we're going to tell you what kind of movies we got to watch this week, or in my case, TV shows, in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? How about What We Do in the Shadows, the complete first season? Yeah. Pretty good stuff. All right. I liked it. Have you seen any of it? No. no it's uh, If you like the movie, you'll like this. It's cool. not quite as funny as the movie was, but okay. I still got some pretty good chuckles out of it. Nice. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, same premise. Bunch of vampires living in a, in a city and documentary crew following them around. They're a bunch of losers. In sexual deviance, <laughs> things of that nature. But uh, it's good fun. Uh, I watched the first five episodes of Castle Rock season two. Oh, how which is it? it's good so far. Uh, we get more into the the Stephen King lore with Annie Wilkes and okay. Ace Merrill. Other characters are popping in and out. We actually go to Salem's Lot. Wow! In this season, um, I don't know that we're going to get into vampires or not. There is something. We go to the Marsden house, which is where all the shenanigans took place mm-hmm. in the book. And there's something going on there. I don't want to spoil it yet, though, because I don't know exactly. What direction is it going? I don't know if we're going vampires here. We might be going with something else. Huh? There's some weird stuff going on there. Hmm. Uh, speaking of Stephen King, I watched Dr. Sleep from 2019. Yeah. And... I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, there's something about going back to the overlook, yeah. you know, and you don't get that in the book. Um, 
I did read the book, but uh, in this one, the overlook is still standing in the movie, as uh-huh. you probably gathered from the trailers. Right. Spot on, man. Really? Mike Flanagan did a hell of a job recreating that. Wow. I mean, it looks like you just hit fast forward at the end of The Shining, and then you ended up here 40 years later, and it's just been sitting there ever since uh, Jack Torrance froze to death in the hedge maze, nice. which is pretty dope. And we get to we get to learn more about the uh, the lore of the Overlook and the people that are still there, ghosts and such, right. and where they went and what happened after the original Shining. And we can, we get to catch up with Danny Torrance also. Very cool. So yeah, definitely. If you like, if you didn't, there's a lot of people out there that didn't like the Shining, Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. Shining. I don't understand them. Mm-hmm. If Monica was here, she would say it's boring, too much talking. Wow. Yeah. You're, if you didn't like it, you're probably not going to like Dr. Sleep. Huh. But I dug it. I dug the original. And I think if you like the original, then you'll definitely like this. Right. Cool. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. You got anything? Nope. Not a thing. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have got to start uh, taking some time off. Yeah, something. Your, your life is passing you by, and it, <laughs> it sucks. <really> is. <laughs> I feel like you've aged 10 years since I've known you. <laughs> it's the beard, isn't it? The beard does nothing for you, sir. I'm sorry. All right, then. Well, that's what we're looking at. Let's talk a little immersion therapy, shall we? Immersion therapy. Did you watch House of the Witch? You betcha. What'd you think? It wasn't too bad. wasn't too bad. Um, I like the aesthetic of it. Uh, like the lighting, I guess it was, or just mm-hmm. the, the, the old-timey feel of the place. Yeah. It felt much more like I feel a, a haunted house should feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, it, felt, it felt abandoned, but not... Um, vandalized, I right. guess, you yeah. know. Other than that, I felt like it was a very, uh, like a highbrow version of Night of the Demons. Mm-hmm. That, like, if, if Night of the Demons took itself way more seriously, we would have House of the Witch. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I didn't get much on it was they kept referring to the mirrors and stuff, but yeah. nothing really happened with that. Well, the one chick put her fingers in the mirror and well, then it and cut that was her it, off. But... And that was about it, yeah. yeah. So, there's that. Uh, they tried to wrap it up with the backstory of the witch and then having her walk out at the end, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, expected. It's not, it's not the worst thing I've seen. Right. Kind of has, I felt, okay. One, one minor problem I have here Mm -hmm. with this, and maybe this is just me being a fanboy for night of the demons, but you take a bunch of kids, Mm -hmm. you put them in a haunted house Mm -hmm. or allegedly haunted house on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Uh, number one, we have no costumes. Right. Number two, we have no booze. Mm. No. Number three, no weed, which we don't necessarily need, but it, right. you know, it's 2019. But they have something. And uh, we have no sex. Yeah. Okay. Now, what gives? Was this in uh, uh, Utah or something? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What, right. what, what are you guys doing here? What's even happening here? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, where's, you know, where, where's the fun in it? Are these the most boring kids ever, or <laughs> what? Did you just come up here to examine the decor of the place? <laughs> right. uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, at least bring a board game or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, what something. Do, you, do something. 
Instead of just going there just to go there. Yeah. Uh, so you go there to quote unquote explore. You poke around for about six and a half minutes. And then you're like, oh, let's go. And then, of course, you're locked in and stuff like that. At least, yeah. you know, it's supposed to have a party. Right. Bring some condoms. Fuck each other. That's what you're supposed to do, your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so uh, that's just a little peeve I had about the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week, Hot Stuff? All right, this week, let's check out 1999's Audition. It is written by Rio Makarimi, directed by Takashi Mik, stars Rio Ishibashi, Ihishina. Tetsu Sawaki and Jun Kudamara. Streaming presently on Shudder, correct? Yeah. Very cool. Check that out, inmates. We will do the same. We can compare ourselves some notes uh, next week. Uh, normally, this is where we would educate Miss Monica. She, of course, had to leave early. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to last week's show, I will go ahead and tell you that she is actually Wish- Wishmaster 4. I wow. thought she was Wishmaster 2 because of the prison reference. Oh, okay. But I said after the show, I said, Wishmaster 2, right? And she's like, 4. And oh. I was like, I don't even remember why. I know 4 is the one where uh, they replaced Andrew Divoff with some other guy. Right. And I, other than that, I couldn't really tell you anything about it. I think it had something to do with a strip club or something. Maybe. Oh, who gives a shit? Who one. gives a shit? All right, so uh, since she is not here, I will go ahead and assume Miss Monica's duty. Educating Miss Monica. Uh, are you ready for my clues, buddy? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I am a cabin. I am in the woods. What am I? <laughs> All right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I may have a substance abuse problem that I am trying to kick. I also have a uh, late night radio show. Everything is going pretty smoothly for me until a mysterious record shows up. And I play it on the air, and then uh, everything gets weird around town. And I think I might not. I might go back to using drugs, hardcore again. All right, there you have it. Think about that, inmates. And uh, I know who I am. So, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> if anybody else can figure it out, the padded room, two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com, or the mental health hotline at area code seven seven five three eight seven zero two seven five. Or Nat, buddy, I think that's about all we got on the week, yeah? Yeah. Um, as usual, inmates, like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this. If you get half a couple minutes in your day, go on over to iTunes, the purple icon on your iOS system. Look us up. Drop us a five-star review. Put something in the comments section. We need something in the comments section. Otherwise, it doesn't count, and it doesn't go towards our visibility. I don't know how that works but that's what we need you to do. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you put in there. It's not for us. It's not for our egos. We just need something in there to boost our rating or whatever. So yeah. if you got time, please do that for us. Uh, we also have a Patreon campaign running. It's uh, patreon.com slash padded room pod. That is not searchable. 
because we are not safe for work, and that is a stupid policy uh, by Patreon. So you're better off just going to paddedroompodcast.com. Click on the Patreon link. Takes you right where you need to be. We got hats, shirts, coffee mugs, uh, fanny packs, uh, whatever the hell you want. Buttons. Uh, buttons. We got Psycho Bunny Death Cult buttons and Padded Room buttons uh, if you want one of those. Other than that, I think that's about it for us on the week. So for Buddy... Miss Monica and Upset. Oh, join us next week for the Furies. The Furies. Before I close the uh, the uh, visiting hours here, uh, here in Miss Monica month, she picked the Furies. I'm actually surprised she hasn't picked anything specifically to piss me off yet. <laughs> Must not which, over. which means <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, she's building up to it, <laughs> That's right. and it's really gonna piss me off. <laughs> All right, inmates. For Buddy, Miss Monica and Absentia, uh, Haunted Attractions, guys that are really into body mods, uh, hernias, um, other things, places to hide your cell phones, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, and have a great week. <laughs>